Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for the episode of Mad and Madly's Ice Cream Social City Girls with me is Paul Maddingly. I'm Ross Ruby and Mr. Madonna And I'm the Nobs and Nows and Jiggly on your great. Eh. We're preaching fun. Hey everybody, welcome back to the big show. We didn't get to do our big New Year's breakdown. We had a guest in the studio. Paul, what'd you do for New Year's? Went to bed. Pope Jacob? <laughs> I did not go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was asleep by 10 o'clock. <laughs> I was not. I was asleep by 10 to like a.m. Uh, what did you What did you do for for your New Year's? Uh, I went and saw Showstoppers. Oh God! <laughs> That's your first time seeing that show, right? <laughs> it was not <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> really? Uh, You've seen it several times. Uh, a few. Okay. I, I, my my thing is to say, oh God, at Showstoppers, it's a fine show that has come to a close over there yes. at the, uh, the Wind Casino. We know a lot of great people in it. Yep. Um, to give someone their last show on New Year's Eve is, I think, oh, cruel. It's strange. It was actually. So I, I went and saw it. Uh, Graham and I went. Uh, our, okay. our friend Graham. Uh, we went and saw friend it. Of the show, big friend of the show, Graham Fenton. That's right. Mm-hmm. Graham Fenton. Uh, we went and saw Nicole Fenton uh, do her do yeah. her final, final performance there. Uh, it was a great show. Uh, there were there were parts of the show that had not been in it last time I saw it, which that was a lot of fun. There was a new mm. singer that I had not seen before, and she mm, was fantastic. I love that. Uh, so that was all a good time. Mm-hmm. And then we had a suite in the Palazzo. Ah. For uh, for the uh, little, little post show party there. Oh, now yeah. was that uh, you did or the show? The show had a suite in the Palazzo. The show did not. Uh, I did not either. But I mean, someone someone had a suite. Oh, wait, in the that's Palazzo. what I mean. So 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 someone made a move. Yes. Organized by show people. Correct. Okay. Um, there was it was very nice. Uh, very nice moment on the stage right after the show. Uh, just everybody went. To, uh, you know, uh, everybody who was in the audience. Uh, probably, I don't know. There were probably. 200 people in the audience that were friends of the show that yeah. were that were either friends of the show or, or like me had worked on the show in the past and we get and, it and Jacob. they're more popular than us they have friends <laughs> okay so uh paul for your farewell show you think you get 200 people out to say goodbye to you mm, i'll be happy if we get 200 in the house <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice because the uh the curtain came down after the show the uh, the house cleared except for these people that just kind of hung around. Then the curtain came back up and everybody just went down and got onto the stage uh, and and just chatted and you know, said said their goodbyes, said their said their farewells. That's always interesting. A moment like that in a theatrical environment with a formality, you know what I mean? Like you don't realize how, yeah. how thin a line the formality is that you yeah. do. You know, like the general production of the curtain down, everyone leaves. You know, right. the lights come up and. And all of a sudden, you're kind of like, we can just open the curtain. We can just go right back down there. Yeah. And then we can just go shake hands. We can go talk to people right now. Right. We don't have to meet around the back. We don't have to wait for a meet and greet line. We can yep. just go right here. Just curtain up. Let's uh, <laughs> let's hang out. Yeah, yeah. But and you so- can only really do that on a closing night. <laughs> well, yeah. True. Otherwise, it'd be a nightmare. <laughs> right. <laughs> not, only, not only that. It's just a big cocktail party. But just yeah. the feeling. Sure. No, that's what yeah. I mean. feeling for a performer, too. That's what you I mean. You don't yeah, want yeah. to break that wall every night. No, no. Right. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like, it's neat when that happens. You're like, oh, it's just. It really is like at those moments where like like the show is done, right? And so you kind of have this exhaling moment, and you're like, "This is just a curtain, right? This is just a curtain. This is I just walk out here. These are yeah. seats." Same thing. I was at the closing night Jersey Boys, and we're just hanging out in the house afterward. You're like, "Yeah, this is just a place. This it's is just a, a room. It's just a thing. It's a you big know? room. Just, That's we're it. Just, and we're, now we're just hanging out in this room." Yeah, it's uh, interesting. The magic of live theater, how it changes an environment, makes it feel, gives it a certain gravitas, and interesting how some people ignore that. 
and yell shit. <laughs> During like when I like when I take off my robe and some fuck in the in the audience tells me to go to Israel. <laughs> Is that what they said? This guy, last I was in the middle of a story. Told me, I'm much more interested in this. Told me go to Israel. <laughs> we'll see how long you last. If they'll, they'll fix you right up. Oh, basically oh. commenting on my weight, like saying you, you know, should be military trained? right because everybody in Israel has to go through military <laughs> training. You couldn't possibly get into the state that you're in, Mattingly, if you were in Israel. First of all, sir, fuck and you. Second of all, fuck you. Oh, my God. I stared him down during the song to shut him up. There are overweight people in Israel. Man. It's uh, a, also, Jacob, it's, there's, the, it's a there show. Are, there are way cheaper places to go to lose weight than Israel also. And both are, both both directions you look at this. Yeah. There are where, way cheaper places to sit around and yell at fat people. <laughs> I, I got it. I got you know. I got to disagree with you on that one. Places where you can sit around and yell at fat people. Oh Do you have a New Year's resolution to lose some weight? Have you ever been to Israel? Go to Israel. My weight loss program is expensive <laughs> and it involves living in a war torn area. <laughs> Only you, in you this one at. section of where the people, audience. To you as an American, look exactly the same. Want to kill each other? The most outrageous assholes live in this one section of our house. I don't know why. <laughs> They are attracted Dude, to they it. Always sit they always They're attracted left. to oh, it really? like a moth to a flame. Yeah. It never gonna, fails. If you're going to be a dick, it's rare you sit house right at 50 shades. Huh. Almost it's all only. The, almost I've all never experienced the it from the other side. Sit. Well, you have to walk further to get to house right. Yeah, and which I actually have this discussion backstage. It's the motherfuckers that are early. They're early. Cuz that's where you get to sit first. Is so, house left. Yes, yeah, so the people who've gotten to the show early. Maybe they're in line. Maybe they got a little squirrely. I don't know well, what's going on. Well, I mean, on. when the, then the house doesn't open until curtain time, I can give them a little benefit of the doubt. Oh, we should just let them know that, like, Wayne yeah. Newton is being a genius. The house doesn't open until Wayne Newton is, is done. busy. We're sorry that you're not sitting before the showtime that's printed on your ticket, but Wayne Newton is a genius. Yeah. Mm. But I'd say, I mean, He's telling a story about Ronald Reagan right it now. It is it's not important. uncommon for absinthe to open... The, the second show. The second, second show. The second show goes late. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. It is not uncommon for, for the second show, the house to open at like 5 to 10 till yeah. the printed show time. Yeah. And uh, and people don't don't seem to come in angry. I would come in angry at that point. Uh, I actually, it was funny because before I didn't know everybody over at that show. Yeah. I remember actually, I was bitching about it on Twitter one time before sitting yeah. down and absent how late we were sitting down. And um, uh, I was getting replies over Twitter. Uh to let, it, let me know what's going on and it turned out oh. uh, that that person would later become uh, would later work for Jersey Boys and I'd later <laughs> become to know her and I, and I point out that one of our earliest interactions before we became friends right. was you calming me down while I was pissed off outside of right. my absent tent I've never noticed anyone coming in visibly upset if, if, if those of you are wondering how long ago this was is before I realized that I said don't use social media to bitch right <laughs> don't bitch so this is before my don't bitch rule mm-hmm. okay because of this conversation, I ended up meeting the person and being like, I, "Yeah, I was just being a dick." That's right. a good rule, Twitter. except for Star Wars. <laughs> well, that's different. Uh, as long as you be well, that's interesting, and also like you're being technically to me, you're being funny. You can bitch and be funny if yeah. you put a little if you put a little curve on it. Right, I don't care. Yeah, there wasn't anything funny for it for me. I was just Star Wars Rogue One is terrible. Oh, that's I found I you not enjoying Rogue One to be hilarious. <laughs> okay, well then then good. Then you, then you are benefiting from my nothing. Pain. I found you equating Empire to uh, Citizen Kane <laughs> as very funny. I love yeah. that meme by the way. As that meme where, where somebody put up a meme of, of Citizen Kane and it's is uh, almost or probably a little bit better than Jedi. I love that. I love that. That's perfect. I uh, I uh, I want. I might put that up as a as a picture as your friend. As your comedic 
uh, comedy is your comedy partner, mm-hmm. your friend, mm. and your podcast co-host. Mm. Nothing brought me greater joy than you hating Rogue One. Okay, good. <laughs> it was just it was good for good for all good for all everybody accounts. involved. Good. Yeah. good, good, good for everybody across. I'm the glad pod. then. Uh, if you to come in glowingly like they remade Citizen Kane would have been no fun for the podcast. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> oh, I was only. I was talking about the uh, the Showstoppers after party, and you you said that it was terrible that they had had to do it on uh, New Year's New Eve. Eve. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was talking with uh, I believe it was Lindsay after the show, one of the other singers in the show. Yeah, we were in the in the suite afterwards, and we were we were chatting, and she was mentioning that she kind of liked it that it was on New Year's Eve because. We left the showroom. Uh, Graham and I left the sh- and went to went to a bar while uh, while Nicole went and grabbed her stuff and and uh, did did her thing, and uh, we sat in the bar. We chatted for a little while, and then we went to a New Year's Eve party. Oh, we right. did not go to a, sh- a closing show night party where everybody just was sad yeah. or feeling awkward. We went to a New yeah. Year's Eve party. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, and it was it like it was surprisingly because I was in your camp before. Yeah, and then we got there. It was like oh, this is just a New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you inclined to go to the strip on New Year's Eve? I have not gone to the strip on New Year's Eve uh, in years. I think I've only done it one time before. Because mm-hmm. nu- numerous uh, folks were trying to get uh, the wife and I to go to Showstoppers closing on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And um, I just was like... The way we did it... <laughs> it's like, we just did 11 shows in a row on the, sh- on the strip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and then now we just did six shows after that, after mm-hmm. one day off. Mm-hmm. And if we had done New Year's Eve, it would have been another 13 in a row no, on the, no, no, on right. the strip. And I See, just I don't, not a lot of people have that problem, just not wanting to go to the strip on, on days off and whatnot. Yeah. And I really don't have that. I don't, I don't have that issue. Yeah. Um, but now, the way we did it, uh, Graham and I got there several hours before the show started. We met, had drinks, had dinner. Uh, and got there before traffic really kicked up and before they closed closed down the strip because they closed down Las Vegas Boulevard right. for New Year's Eve. Mm. Uh, I've heard about that, yeah. And we parked at the Palazzo and then just walked across walked across the street to the wind. Mm-hmm. No big deal. And then we just walked back across the street to Palazzo. And then by the time I left, traffic was clear again and it was fine. We weren't down in the madness. We were like 50, 50 floors above the madness. Uh-huh. And we could look down out of our window and just gaze at the peons. That Jacob games the system again. Makes oh. a difference. I mean, Jacob that, never loses. That's the way. That's the way to do uh, New Year's Eve on the strip if you're going to do it. I agree. Is get a very expensive suite that someone else is paying for, uh, a whole lot of floors above the strip. I I, I would. I would and where we were in a hotel room, and it was great because we had this giant picture window. We were direct. We had a strip view, uh, so we could see all the fireworks. Uh, we were right across from Treasure Island. We were actually above Treasure Island, so we could see the mortars shooting the fireworks off, which was a lot of fun. By the way, the fireworks thing is crazy. Do you you know it, this is only months later? There was no fireworks on the Fourth of July. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. There's no Fourth of July on the stri- There's no Fourth of July fireworks on the strip uh, last year because of terrorism concerns. There were Third mm-hmm. of July fireworks. Right, because that was everyone's workaround. Yeah, there's Third of July fireworks, which is for actually for me, in my hometown. We also did Third of July fireworks. Right. So I was, I, I felt like I was home. And that's when, uh, that's when we were introduced to Robbie Knievel. That's right, that's right. <laughs> and uh, oh, and, and screw ISIS. And New Year's Eve it was the 49th anniversary of uh, Evil Knievel's jump to the Caesar's Fountains. Oh, was it really? Yeah, so it means oh. next year is the 50th. Oh, which means here's an I, idea. Which Robbie is coming up. <laughs> you know Robbie's coming up. You know back. Robbie's coming. You gotta bring Robbie back for his 50th plan. anniversary. Here's the plan. What's your plan, Robbie? I'm gonna dig up my dad's body. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> dig him up and wrap him around me like a flag. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna set him on fire. Wait. Viking funeral his ass. Jump into a rocket ship with my rocket shoes. And then... 
do a double rocket move. Do you remember? You remember? Uh, remember those slap bracelets? Remember those slap bracelets? Crazy? I, I do. Yeah. So, uh, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take my dad's corpse. Yeah. Wait, I'm wait, gonna, what? I'm gonna take my dad's corpse and I'm gonna turn it into a slap bracelet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go motorcycle over a ramp through a ring of fire. Yeah. And as I'm landing, someone's gonna slap my dad's corpse around my waist and it's gonna oh. slap, slap, wrap me. Wow. And I'm gonna land in the fountains. In the fountains. And he's going to act as a life preserver. Perfect. <laughs> so I won't drown in the Caesar's fountain. Perfect. And it'll be a metaphor for my dad's legacy keeping me afloat. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie, I have that. I think that's all great. Uh, the only problem I have with that is uh, the Caesar's fountain, not that deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a metaphor. It ain't that deep of a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, Robbie. Fair enough. We'll get we'll get production started on it right away. Sounds good. <laughs> I want ten um, percent of the hot dog sales. That's my cut. That's my taste. Fine. Great. Ten percent of all the hot dogs we sell that night, you're getting them. That's my taste. <laughs> Robbie gets a taste. <laughs> Robbie gets a hot dog taste. <laughs> I went to uh, I went to a restaurant called uh, Todd's Dick Tees Buffet. No, that's not what it was called. <laughs> It was like it was like Todd's Exotic Kitchen. It was a place in it was a fancy place in Henderson. Okay, right? we decided we were going to stay in our neck of the woods. Good mother-in-law in town, night off. My wife said, "Do you want to go to a party?" We had a couple options for parties. We actually threw a party last year when people were wondering if we were going to throw a party this year. Mm-hmm. We with the big with the, with the new digs, we wanted to we, we like throwing parties. But the truth is that my wife and I have not just hung out just the two of us in a very very long time. And you had we couldn't remember. That. You had some serious sick baby issues. Yeah, for a while kids there. were just getting over on the fucking yep. mend. And so, uh, I, uh, uh, and so we went to Todd's, we went to this, this kitchen where they, they make a menu for the night every time you go there. Oh, okay. It's one of those little, like, storefront boutique kitchens. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, so you the, get there and then they tell you what they have that night. Yeah, yeah. And in this case, it was New Year's menu. They had a plan ahead of time where they, they nice. you know, what the menu is for that, that night. Paul? Oh, I'm already out. Why? God, dude. Fuck those places. Oh, I hate In them. Paul's mind, oh. that is Russian roulette with food. Oh, that is, yes. That is pretense and Russian roulette. I'm like, oh, <laughs> How long does my beard have to be before I get into this fucking restaurant? Garg. Blech. Oh, it can be any length, but it has to be oiled. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can I wear overall shorts? Is that okay? That's cool, right? Oh, fuck that. Ugh. <laughs> That's what they like, right? Overall shorts, and I can bring my own mug. Overall I can bring, shorts and a mug. I can bring my own flagon. I don't even know what you're thinking of. I don't know how this applies to this at all. Just some freak hipster shit, shit show. <laughs> I want to know more about what Paul thinks of hipster restaurants. Small restaurants for chefs take pride in their menu is not hipster I only mean that it's not like a current event like this is, this is <laughs> it's, I, not I, new. it's not of it's time is what I'm trying to say is, yeah not of my time thank you very much <laughs> I've been around other boutique restaurants mm-hmm, I'm good is it the word boutique that's bothering you all of it <laughs> All I'll tell it. you this: the word boutique is not helping. It all bothers me very intensely. <laughs> I'm saying that word. I don't think they'd say boutique. Intensely either. bothered. Uh, how was the parking situation? Oh man, <laughs> this is really what we want to get to. First off, the weather. Yeah. Cold. Chilly. Parking easy. It's a little. It's a little strip mall. You just park. So easy parking, Paul. Easy parking. You back in? Let me tell you about what we did. <laughs> I asked. I told Ann, get El Pollo Loco. She never had it. <laughs> 
That's what we got. You, wait, that's it's a pioneering culinary experience. She'd never had a pollo loco. Yeah, and she was disappointed. I've I've never had a pollo loco. That's delicious. It's pretty good. She I was like disappointed. It. She was disappointed. What did she have? The chicken. Oh. <laughs> Was she, it crazy? You know, it was pretty crazy. But, you know. It just, <laughs> That's, if you're expecting very crazy chicken, it is disappointing. Just it's not just her good thing. <laughs> I, I think. Fine chicken. Also, you know, the she got some grilled. slaw. I guess the slaw wasn't on her list. Oh, i never done the slaw. The she old, likes old slaw. It just didn't hit the buttons. And she was kind of eh. We had a very low-key bleh. <laughs> oh right <laughs> because if she had loved El Pollo Loco would it have done like off the charts that would have done it that would have taken it to a whole new we place we had El Pollo Loco <laughs> El no. Pollo Loco goodbye 2016 it was just one of those things where we just got El Pollo Loco I mean it opened up that week and she's like I've never been and so you know she's kind of excited oh okay and it turned oh, out oh a location that just opened here. it yeah, turned okay. out to be a real well they gotta break in that grill it's a new grill I That's think right. you know that might it's be not part seasoned. of it I'm not even kidding I, yeah. I think you're probably I wouldn't right go to, I wouldn't I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah, want give a new grill a month. Up local. yeah <laughs> That's months got and some months of cooking some fucking season that shit seasoned chicken on there it was good I enjoyed I, it when I was a meat eater I loved me up boil loco dude the chicken's fucking crazy. what's the thing so we the reason we were picking someplace fans is because we were gonna we were, I was gonna I was gonna have you gotta have a rare and have some fucking some meat. So that's the difference. So I was like, let's go to a, like a nice little little fancy place, you know. And they were having vegetarian night. Jeffrey's, what's it called? Todd's. Jeffrey's Dick Tees Buffet. Todd's yeah. Dick Tees Buffet. No, it was called Todd's something. Okay, Todd's World Kitchen or something. I forget. Uh huh. But how did you get recommendation for this spot? Uh, we oh, a good friend of ours named Yup. Seriously? Uh, no, just, we, we we looked for nice restaurants. We, we we passed by it. It's near. You see it often. So we've it's seen like, it. We looked oh, it we up. We should try that little spot. And then, sure enough, it's that the chef, you know, goes he out and gets the ingredients thing. every day. Oh, he, he pulls an emerald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's all all day shopping. Yeah. Oh boy. Right. Hard for the money. <laughs> so hard for it, honey. Todd's unique dining. Correct. Okay. Yeah. They're closed right now. Out. Uh, in general. I. They're, well, they're just closed right now. Oh, it's because it's, it's, it's well, a guy. They probably don't open until the evening. No, I think he probably takes. Oh yeah, they're only op- they they only open for dinner. They yeah. op- they open five to nine thirty p.m. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's this little little you know. Come on, I open up, I make my meal for you, you leave. There we go. The, you know what I mean? This is whatever. That I'm saying boutique, but that's not the word for it. I get it. I see it. I get it. You hate it. I hate it. You hate it. <laughs> Fucking hate it. I'm just surprised that you're not that you're not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to be enthused by this idea. Mm. I just am surprised that surprised you're by so, the hatred. I'm so yes. opposed. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. How could this be better? To not be. <laughs> if mean, it was a ramen place, straight up, you're Ann's favorite restaurant is Chili's. Correct. We <laughs> drove by it again the other day. We 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 had a we had our afternoon yesterday, which was fun. Yeah. We took the dogs out to the dog park, and we just farted around and had some fun times. And uh, we were just chilling, and um, we uh, we uh, Paul is seeing how much noise he can make with that chair. I know. What do we do? <laughs> then we went to um, we went to Best Buy, went to Toys R Us. Um, what was the other place? Uh, that was it. But but anyway, then we uh, went to. This sounds like an outing. This doesn't sound like low key. It, it was fun. Like what you guys do? It was fun, and we were, but we were driving around. We were driving. You by. did more than I did on New Year's Eve. Yeah, no, this was not New Year's Eve. This was yesterday. Oh, we were driving by. <laughs> you still did more than I did on New Year's Eve, right? <laughs> but we were driving by Chili's again, and I was just like, "How basic bitch are we?" And she's like, "We love Chili's." 
And I'm like, I know we do. We fucking do. We love it. We don't care. We don't, we're just like, we don't care. SJ's going to start going to dinner with the two of you. It's the place, man. It's the place. Chili's is the spot. Well, also, you know, it's funny is that like as as uh, our kids are growing older, yes. like Sarah and I used to, you know, obviously from New York, as New Yorkers who moved here, the You're idea like, of going to like an Olive Garden dumbstruck is offensive. The, right. You know what I mean? Like fucking Olive Garden. And that's Italian what I food. had for lunch yesterday. Right. <laughs> As our kids are getting older, and you realize, like, if we're going to go out and spend money, mm-hmm. you want to go to places that you're guaranteed food that your kids will eat. Uh-huh. Right, right. So, like, we're like, oh, man, we're heading. Hot dog on a stick. We're heading to Olive Garden. Like, endless breadsticks and, like, basic pasta sauces and stuff will be, the like, the only it. place we can bring yeah. our kids as they get older, you mm-hmm. know, for those kinds of things. So, we're like, oh, we're going to be heading into, like, restaurant chain city in like five years yep we'll be like right there because bringing a kid to like a real nice place would be like a dumb idea let me tell you chilies yeah. <laughs> no I, I'm I looking down feel... a sample menu right now of uh, of Todd's unique dining go ahead lay it on us and I don't see a single thing on here that Paul wants <laughs> okay <laughs> well, of course I, I, I know myself okay. uh, goat cheese wanton raspberry basil sauce <laughs> ahi tuna tartar Crisp sushi rice and sriracha. Paul, he is unmoved. That's uncooked tuna. <laughs> How fucking fancy! Here's a piece of fish I bought today. Slap chipotle fried calamari and rock shrimp. Get out of oh, my with, city with a spicy aioli. Get out of my city. <laughs> oh come on! You don't like an aioli sauce on uh, calamari? It's fine. <laughs> As often as I eat calamari. Uh, bacon, eggs, onions, uh, bacon, eggs, and caviar. <laughs> Paul, the eyebrows literally went up and you said bacon and eggs. His eyebrows and went right up. back down. <laughs> and then you said caviar. <laughs> and it's like someone popped them like a balloon. Yep. The best thing is I, I saw that line. I said that line is already the perfect order of these ingredients to get Paul excited and then sad again. <laughs> caviar is eggs. You yep. got eggs in your dish already. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have we have greens, <laughs> greens and things. Uh, greens and things. Cute. A uh, beet salad, fennel, edamame, <laughs> horseradish salad. dressing, and grapefruit. <laughs> God damn it! What horseradish dressing and grapefruit with edamame on a on a beet salad? Oh my with, god! With fennel, the- <laughs> gotta love me some fennel, Paul. Holy fuck! If you wanted to make the thing that would make me the most upset, that, that comes really fucking close. That pushes almost every button in my culinary library. We're going to eat that while talking about all of the good things from Rogue, Rogue One. Holy shit. That's, that meal, if I ate that, that'd be like that would taste like me watching Rogue One. <laughs> What about a nice arugula, blueberry vinaigrette, feta cheese, heirloom tomatoes, and pecans? Come on. That I could try. I was going to say. Okay, you, okay. We had, I had a candy pecan, uh, sliced apple, uh, vinaigrette, Ooh, mixed yeah. green salad there. You would have liked that. I could try. All right, we now, also, now okay. we're into the main dishes, though. Okay, here we go. This is where you and I are going to have a good old time. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I'm pulling the ripcord. <laughs> I am I'm very excited about this first one. Seared sea scallops with wild mushroom, potatoes, and pistachio butter. Paul. Eh? I'm okay with that. All okay. right, good. All good. right. Seared scallop. I wasn't sure if you'd be a scallop guy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Doing enough time on the ships, I got into. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, that makes sense. All right. Uh, crisp whitefish toasted couscous, uh, tomato rock shrimp butter. That's probably all right. Okay, mm-hmm. good. An eggplant pinne. Get out of town. <laughs> plants, plants, no meat. Yes, Just eggplant. I don't. I really don't like eggplant. Sure. It has capers, mushroom, and onions. Of course, it has capers. <laughs> You love yourself from capers, huh? Oh, God. Sure. Cured Mediterranean berries. Capers is only a humor ingredient from The Simpsons. That's all that <laughs> is to me. Capers is always a gag ingredient. What about even like a chicken limon? Have you ever done chicken limon? No, just a no. Just, 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 just a shaking of the head. Just a shaking of the head because it's got capers in it. You don't like that? I don't like capers. Oh, They're I've, gross. I found one that Paul will like. Okay. Boneless short rib. With jalapeno mashed potatoes and a caramelized onion sauce. Yes? You like I, a spicy mash? I would not. I would undo the jalapeno and the mash. <laughs> Come on. I knew it. I knew it. I don't like jalapenos. I call that. I, I don't like jalapenos either. I, get, oh. I, I don't mind spicy things. I specifically don't like the taste of a jalapeno. Right. Okay. I'm the okay. same way. There's plenty of spicy stuff that okay. I dig. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are lots of I made Doritos. A, I, made a horse, like, I made a horseradish mashed potato I like the, the other bone day. out for Paul because it took less work. Yeah. Less work for bone Paul. Bone out is, I mean, that's what that's what Panda Express is all about. Okay. Get that bone out. I Although it, I had a bone in my Panda Express the other day. I was like, what bone? <laughs> a bone in my orange chicken. I flipped the fuck out. That's Grilled weird. skirt steak with on fire spicy chili cheese fries and a black bean chili sauce. That sounds really good. There you go. That All sounds right. really Paul's good. Paul's in. But you see, you see, you see this effort this chef goes to to make different cool dishes. I see how yeah. he just goes crazy. Right. Yeah. I just sound, that's that sounds delightful. So we're gonna have a rare and appropriate meal. Yes. All right. I'm gonna go out and we're gonna go to and and then uh, knowing that I'm gonna go to this little storefront means I'm gonna be able to park. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be able to walk my lady in. We're gonna yep. drink affordably. We're gonna have ourselves a nice fancy New Year's meal. Sounds sure. nice. We uh, we called them, and the only reservation they had open was an eight thirty reservation. Okay. Uh, walking in to an eight thirty reservation, we were totally fine with. We we're a table of two, no yeah. big deal. That sounds fine. We did not realize that we were the last reservation they took. Oh, on New Year's Eve. Yes. Oof. That was not made clear to us. No. Okay. And so. We walk in and they got some fancy menu that we'd known ahead of time walking in. And then the first thing we asked for, they were out of. Okay. Water. And then oh, the water. We were, they had they were out of water. Can <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get some bread? We have no bread. Oh, no. We, have, we, have no bread. we just gave away the last loaf of bread. <laughs> we didn't expect this reservation. This was a last minute reservation you made. Then uh, one of the main courses we asked for, they were out of. Then we ordered another main course, oh. which was more expensive. So we paid for an upgrade because they didn't have something we wanted. And yeah. then they came back and said we were out of that as well. What? Oh, no. So, and what I happened? said, oh, well, I'd be pissed. Well, the funny thing is that when the second person, the person to come and tell us that the second thing wasn't available, the, 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 the upgrade was, by the way, was just surf and turf. Which I didn't didn't necessarily do because I, I pulled the trigger. I wanted something crazy. I didn't right. want like I can make I, Sarah. No, like I, I use that that steak recipe, the Thai steak recipe that I got. Right, um, you can do that Jet. at home. You can and kill I it. love my steaks now yeah. more than any steak I have. Out. Right, but it was yeah, like yeah. fucking all right. We'll do the surf and turf. Mm-hmm. Get some lobster tail on there. Sure, and uh, and it's more expensive. I'm paying because you're out of shit. And then what did you want? What was um, the first thing you wanted? It was a. Uh, um, uh, let me think for a second. The whisper of a cracker next to an eggplant. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a, it was a uh, it was like a um, what? 
It's Paul making fun of this menu. <laughs> I know. But I, I repeat my question. What? Lemon zest on a bed of clipped lettuce. <laughs> it was a sea bass. It was a special sea okay. bass uh, recipe. Kick his ass, sea bass. Se- seared sea bass. Okay. Uh, and the first appetizer they're out of was this, uh, was this pork belly on oh, beans. Oh, Fuck that, them. That can be all right. And if they're out of it, boo it, boo his. Exactly. So yeah. they, I was, you know, I hardly meet. I'm pulling the trigger on a fucking pork, seared yeah, pork like, belly. Oh, yes. pork belly. Like, nope. I don't do this. Right. No. Sea bass. No. Denied. Fine. Give me the fucking expensive surf and turf. I'll eat the filet and, and lobster tail. Who's going to complain about that? Dude. We just gave away our last filet. So oh. the waitress was so upset knowing that she'd already done strike one and strike two. Yeah. And during strike two, I just said, I think it's strange that you offer a special menu and they don't have that available to the people who made reservations. Yeah. You knew we were coming. That's what I said. Right. I was trying to stay nice. It was our night out. It was New Year's Eve. I didn't want to be or whatever. Had it not been New Year's Eve, I would have actually been like, walk with me. No, I would have been like, you know, the manager, please. <laughs> well, good night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be like, good night. Get me a rowboat and a lake. I'd be out. <laughs> Let me tell you where this wouldn't happen. Chili's. <laughs> we didn't know we were the last reservation. We didn't know how late they stayed open. Right. Uh, had we known that, it would have been maybe maybe it would have been a flag to keep looking at other places. Sure. Or at least think about what time we want to eat somewhere else or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was something we've been curious about for a while, and so we were, we were pulling the trigger together. I mean, I give the, you guys all the props in the world for trying new shit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But I will take that. Props but, received. But you're also the reason I don't try new shit. <laughs> uh, I was actually happy they had a cocktail menu that wasn't uh, sweet and bullshitty. Oh, good. It was like a typical, like they had like a, a bourbon-based mule. Yeah. A fine change of a Moscow mule, but nothing too yep. crazy. You didn't bring your a own A Kentucky mug. mule. It was, it was a Kentucky mule. Yeah. Uh, you know, they reg- made a regular Manhattan for me. I was like, and that's the thing I always ask the, the the server: Do they know how to make a motherfucking Manhattan here? Right, uh, and they did, and it was delicious. You know, they, they just tip- they, those cocktails weren't like did they have, Did they have the black cherries? Uh, the the uh, I didn't. Oh wait, did I say oh, wait. In the Manhattan? They did not. Okay, yeah, but that, you're right. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good touch. That's a good touch. Yeah, not necessary, but a good touch. No, it's a good touch. But uh, the the waitress was so upset about uh, striking out that she, it was it wasn't even the manager it was it was the manager that came over and told us about She's the, the, the servant term. She was like, I can't go talk to them. Yeah, they're gonna ask for you anyway. Why don't you just go over there and talk to them? Was that good? That was a good move. So then they went over and talked about. They literally went like, "This is what the, this is how the chef operates." And we got the whole story of yeah. the restaurant because she was so uh, embarrassed that right. we had, had three strikes. And then turns out that the waitress was mistaken about the the uh, the pork uh, belly pork belly. She goes, oh, no, we actually do have that. That was sent out to us free of charge. Good. Right? Then they brought out a small bottle of champagne for us. Good. Cute. Okay. All right. All right. right? So now... They're, tr- they're making amends. Yep. Yes. And I'm laughing because when I was a server myself, I remember being taught, hey, if someone comes to a restaurant and they have a good time, they'll likely come back. Sure. If they come back and complain about something and you don't take care of it to their satisfaction, they'll never come They back. will never come through the door again. If you go to a restaurant... Something goes wrong, and they take care of it in a way that exceeds your expectations. Yep, you are more likely to go back than if you just had a pleasant experience on your own. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like the way that to guarantee someone will come back to your restaurant is to have something go wrong and take care of it. Which is a strange way to think about it. It's true mm-hmm. though. But they brought up the champagne. They got us the thing. They brought up the pork belly appetizer. They decided to, they they had a swordfish uh, fillet that, that wasn't even on the menu. They're like, we have this. Do okay. you want it? And they made that for us. And so they ended up doing their unique dining, even more unique dining, just for us. Right. right? 
today my wife was like you know we should figure out when we can go back to Todd's dining it's <laughs> like the fucking restaurant thing worked they took care of us and she's it already did. like when can we go back yep and I think it's funny because I was like in my head I was like first and last first yeah. and last first time last time here okay that's not even the weirdest thing that happened we're the last ones there right uh, we're the last reservation so we're the last ones to kind of hang out in the restaurant and we're enjoying our and they gave us a fucking bottle of champagne so we're Good. we're enjoying ourselves yeah we get up at the end of the night. We're kind of one of the last people in there. We're going to go. We, we both go to use the, the restroom facilities before we leave. And it's um it's restaurant people in the facilities, in the bathrooms. Do you know okay. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. We're the last ones. So they're already starting to kind of do their end of the night routine. Yeah. Restocking bathroom sure. stuff. Uh, the girl that comes out of the woman's room and my wife's about to go in. And she goes, oh, okay, uh, are you, are you, uh, are you just going to... Number one or number two? <laughs> I was like, are you just going to go, uh, are you just going to go in there? Like, it was like, take a leak or... It was, uh, it was going number to... one. And it wasn't the word piss, but it was something that implied, like, are you just going to go in there and, and, and go, you know, just take a leak real quick or something like that. Right. To which my wife went like, ah, uh, like, she's kind of like, you know, you're kind of talking and closing the door at the same time. Like, she's already going into the I bathroom. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, she was like, oh, Whatever I'm just going to... Whatever comes out. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to... And then like, I leave it to my body. And I just, we couldn't believe, we're like, did we just get asked whether we're going to go number one or number two in a restaurant? <laughs> well, like, they, they've got to prepare the filet for next, for tomorrow. Like, they well, hope they get their filet back. We just couldn't figure out, like, what were the choices that we could have answered? If, and, you said and how num- the- if you said number two, what is her the yeah. response? Like, they, oh, they go, no, 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 come no, with no. me to the grill. <laughs> because your poop is tomorrow's special d- design. We cook poop. Paul is so against this place. I was imagining like if you were like if you were like no 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 I'm about to fucking blow some shit up. <laughs> I only have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> you should call the plumber now. Yeah, yeah. Did you clean the bathroom just now? I'm sorry for you because you're gonna have to do it all again after I poop everywhere. <laughs> when I go poop. The walls are in danger. Do you understand? <laughs> the fucking walls. It is amazing. down the hatches. Your impression of Anne sounds nothing like Anne, but your impression of Sarah is perfect. <laughs> I mean, just spot on. Uh, it's just like, oh, what I'm going to do in there? Listen, there's two things you got to do. One, call the cops. Two, run. <laughs> I hope you don't have any children within a 10-mile radius because this shit is about to get off the chain. That's my butthole. That's a warning shot from my butthole saying, get out of the way because here it comes. That's why my butthole shoots off guns to let people know just how bad it's about to get. I just was like, we were like, what the fuck? That, that is a what the fuck moment. Did they ask you too or just her? No, just her. Because <laughs> the guy, it was the guy, the guy, the guy, you know, men know how to absolutely have zero eye contact. Right? Yeah. Right. Like, like, or, or or at the very least, you come out and just go, please don't poop in there. I just, <laughs> I just clean it. Please don't poop in there. Oh, I thought, I thought no one was left. Please don't yeah. poop. Please don't poop in there. And if you do, don't, just don't poop in there. Please. Please don't poop in No, the he left like we were... Uh, don't poop in the urinal. Like, like he existed on a ghost plane and I existed on this plane. Yeah. You know, like he, he exited. Like we actually didn't have a... We didn't share a universe. Uh, right, right. That's how he exited the bathroom. Uh, 
See, this is the downside because women always go to the bathroom together, so they're used to speaking to each other in the bathroom. Casual conversation. They're used to interacting in the bathroom. Did you have a number one or a number two? But Sarah Can't kinda, you tell by the horrible stink of my poop poop? It's one of the things that she answered politely, like she answered quickly and politely as she right. could in a half confused manner and yeah. then confirmed confusion looking at me after the conversation, right? Like, she's like, oh, I'm just going to, no, I mean, we'll be really quick. And then just finally, like, the girl walks away and she looks at me she and she's like, what the fuck just happened? happened? <laughs> Did that happen? Just got poop quizzed. <laughs> poop quiz, hot shot. I mean, I don't think there's a way to keep your bathroom more clean. <laughs> And to ask someone before they go in what <laughs> they're going to do. True. I mean, <laughs> you could figure that out. Uh, well, you know, that also leads me to if you think, have a clipboard, too, like you're keeping a tally. Maybe somebody's <laughs> taping shit in there. <laughs> and they got to know whether to hit record or not. <laughs> the chef, the chef <laughs> shops personally for everyone's individual meal each and every day. And then masturbates furiously to the bathroom footage. So that he can sleep soundly for tomorrow's cookings. If I feed them enough scampi, the, the, the poop. Scampi! The poop, the poop will be magnificent. No one. No. If I feed them enough scampi! No one can hold it in after, a big, title. after a big bowl of scampi. Oh, that. Oh, what a magnificent post-scampy poop I will have <laughs> awaiting me on the hard drive. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, you fools. You've come for the dining experience, but it's I who am getting the real experience. <laughs> Todd's getting... unique masturbation experience. <laughs> Todd's Masturbatorium. Post, Todd's post-scampy poop film festival. Tom's <laughs> unique bathroom spank bank. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I'm telling you, I am a master chef. The things that I feed the people change the outcome of their poop. I mean, I did. I got a breakdown of like the inventory, how much he shops for, oh, really? you know, what he expected. You know, this and that. Was, it was amazing. Did they excuse. tell you where he shops? No. Oh, okay. Oh, well, they do that. Then it'd be like, then we're going to open up our own restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just buy the stuff I think that he'll run out of first, and I'll open, I'll open at eight. Yeah. And they're like, oh, do they not have any sea bass? Because I got a ton. And I already have a bunch of small cameras. <laughs> I, I, I already have the toilet spank bank equipment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know why I haven't opened up a restaurant sooner. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. All right. Offer them a free bowl of scampi. <laughs> Just scampi. <laughs> Just is it a sauce? soup? Is it's it... scampi with clarified butter. <laughs> to ensure extra time. To ensure, ensure a proper seating. Send out some coffee. Yes. Some... And, and follow it up with coffee. <laughs> Large coffee. of coffee. Here's an, here's an aperitif of printed poons and black coffee. Enjoy. <laughs> Complimentary on the house. This will clear the palate. Here's a bowl of scampi. Is this a soup? Sure. It is now. <laughs> Try it. Dip your bread in it. Eat it. Eat we're, all oh, the oh, eat we're all out, that we're out of bread. Butter. Oh, sorry. We're out is of there bread. is there anything with cheese that I can get? Bread no. And, bread and cheese are binding agents. <laughs> no. No binding agents are allowed in my restaurant. You can go next door. Go next door to Matt's sea bass, cheese, and soft pretzels. <laughs> 
Here, here. Have some water, water made hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst that's all the things you heard that grossed you out water made hot chocolate is the thing that grossed me out the most yeah it's gross water made hot chocolate is awful oh. and it runs through you like a sieve <laughs> uh, speaking of sieves we should get into some scoop mail we should yes. we, owe, we owe a double down okay because ready with the ready of, rich episode we didn't, we didn't know. do any scoop mail yeah so we need to do double scoop so mail so we'll get through two at least <laughs> exactly he said double down I said double down <laughs> Message for you, son. <laughs> uh, let's see. Got one from. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, filming you while you poop, Mama Scoop. What? Uh, Mama Scoop films you while you poop. Oh. Well, I, I don't know how I could have been more clear about that. Uh, hello, my Scoop Masters. I have a three year old child, about eight weeks younger than Keeler. Uh, I like to film him while he poops. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. Bring it back. We are working very hard to potty train this child. Oh, no. It isn't oh, for that. No. <laughs> It actually is a story. Oh, man. Uh, this is, in parentheses, this is not a question about potty training. Okay. Good, because I don't have answers. <laughs> As such, we have decided that we will allow him to keep his pacifier until we are done with potty training. Oh, that is... I am I'm a lucky parent. This pacifier thing is a big deal, and neither of my kids took to a pacifier. Really? Yeah. That's lucky. And believe me, there are nights... Where I'm not like some people, I don't I don't say it as a point of pride because other parents do like oh we never give our kids a pacifier right I, if it had worked we, they would be I mean believe me if a pacifier worked we would have done it yeah we, you but know neither one no you didn't the, you didn't purposely say we're not going to do a pacifier no it was not a stance if you, it's the idea that you can shove something in a child's mouth they both stop crying and of course they have now have something in their mouth. To shut them up is something that all parents want at some point. Right. Uh, but uh, I'm lucky there. All right. So what else? Is, what do they want? What are, what's going on over here, Jacob? Uh, so I will be getting together with my uh, husband's family for Christmas. I anticipate Christmas judgment over our decision to keep the pacifier from his uncles. Okay. I, I see. So she's expecting she's expecting uh, judgment from the uncles because they, they've decided to let him oh, hold on to the pacifier. I she wouldn't let the uncles have the pacifier. Yeah, I did too. Man, it's amazing. <laughs> People will snob the fucking shit out of parenting. Mm-hmm. I had a thing where like... My mother-in-law. This is saying, this is saying, all news to me that people don't like pacifiers. Uh, yeah. Well, the the the, the one is that the da- danger basically the the start to You're exhibit guaranteeing oh, braces. It becomes an addictive uh, person. It becomes an addictive trait. Sure. Right? Okay. So all of a sudden, instead of doing other things as a parent, you can just start shoving it in their mouth to calm it down. Whatever. It just becomes this like tool, gotcha. and so people Easy can stop solution. each other that way. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Raising a kid is fucking impossible. Right? Yeah. Um. And then, like, uh, my mother-in-law sang with her friend and their mother, and my mother-in-law made reference to something that we did with our kids, and my mother-in-law's friend's mother was like, I don't know about doing that. You know, like, snob. Oh. It's a three-generation friend-related snob mm-hmm. of, like, our parenting. But yeah. I was like, you are, the, you are the mother of someone my mother-in-law's age. Let it go. Yeah. You clock put, out. You put your babies in lead diapers. <laughs> clock Remember out. Remember what was going on when you had your kids. They ate paint chips. You did some terrible <laughs> shit. Ill-advised, terrible shit. You stopped smoking just long enough to give birth. Typically, the goal of getting someone off a pacifier involves the time around teething because it can affect the way the teeth come in. Okay. As I say, it's a braces thing. Yeah, yeah. But does it affect... 
Wouldn't that only affect your baby teeth, though? Uh, well, does, it affect your, does it affect your grown-up teeth? The answer is... The answer ultimately is no, right? Okay. Uh, ultimately, the way dentistry works now, no. Okay. But it's just, it's just, it's going to cause things to happen down the line. But Great. you know what? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a rat's ass? Yeah. All right. So your parents are going to snob you about this pacifier. No, thing. just uncles. These aren't even parents. These are uncles. Oh, jeez. Uh, these men are men that I would classify as rednecks. I would generalize that they uh, most likely never touched their children until they were able to drive. Okay, I'm probably being mean, but these guys wouldn't change a diaper if it came with a remo- uh, if it came with a remote control. That I'll judge. Dude's gotta change, gotta change a diaper. diaper. Yeah, you gotta change the diaper. Gotta change the diaper. Gotta change your motherfucking diaper. Yeah, that's why we don't have kids because I want to change the diaper. My oldest brother got in trouble at one point where he smelled the the butt of one of his children and then just gave like a oh boy face and pointed to it uh, and looked at his wife to be like, "You got to do something about that." Kind of <laughs> and it was a, it was a, it was a, it was not. A, it didn't go down that way. That, that, that seems like a poor. <laughs> that seems like a poor decision. That was on a his poor part. decision. That was that was not a good way to go about it. Uh, last year, I was faced with a single, I threw all my children's pacifiers away as soon as they turned three, so you have one more year, I guess. So, uh, my or I can just keep raising my kids. You can raise I'll do whatever the fuck I want with <laughs> yeah, my yeah. kids. Right. Cool. Uh, so, my high holy scoops, please provide some great intellectual, if possible, comebacks. Extra points for anything that they won't even realize are biting nastinesses. Okay. I'll tell you what, uh... Uh, I've been separating my whites from my colors for laundry for about 10 years now. When you catch up on that, we'll, we'll figure out the pacifier <laughs> thing. Be like, uh, <clears throat> how's that, uh, how's that beer? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. How many beers is that How tonight? many beers you got going on? Yeah. Oh, you want to be the only one in this family that sucks? Whoa. <laughs> hey. Zingo. Uh, I'm confident that these will also work for most holiday judgment people receive. Uh, you're still single? Or uh, are you still living with mom? Or uh, when I was your age, I had a job and a wife. So hopefully you will be willing to help me with my problem. Okay, you got to figure out what this person still uses to pacify themselves. Yeah, that's why I you was gotta, going with the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You got to be like, you'd be like, yeah, I know we haven't figured out how to get them off of that and onto video games yet, Carl. But when we do, mm-hmm. we'll figure that out. Yeah. But find a way to kind of zing it past them that way, where you can look at what that guy actually currently pacifies. Well, we're going to keep him on this at least, at least till he gets old enough to watch internet porn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the bigger the the the, the shot shots fired comeback, I want to say is like, you know, we, we can't replace pacifiers with dicks like go in your mouth you dumb fuck whoa right, right. that would be my shots filthy fired corner you filthy corner working whore you cock you cock gobbling <laughs> judgmental piece of shit <laughs> you know where your kids dads yeah. are you just took that dick out of your mouth just long enough to criticize what goes in my kid's mouth <laughs> exactly that would be the shots fired Come uh back. fucking you hard in the face but you'd better not judge me mama scoop I like it mama scoop oh the the, the best comeback though I don't think you want to emotionally commit to this would be like we're trying. And they're just yeah, weeping really, yeah. uncontrollably. Just, oh, that understand. is true. You don't understand. You go to a male relative and just start openly weeping. And like, it's done. And it was turning this way. I'm like, I'll never be good enough for Carl. Yeah. Never, I'll never figure it out. Yes. How about this? How about make, this? Make it as though Carl just always yeah. did a just great job parenting. fucking rates you. Yeah. How about this? We have to. We have to. And then she pulls up her shirt, and she's glued pacifiers over her nipples. <laughs> she has nipples. And it looks like she pacifier has pacifier nipples. Yeah, she's got like, like just two face. or like a Doberman? Two. <laughs> all, oh, oh, God, yeah. Go stomach. for it. Go yeah, for it. Go fucking crazy. Full torso. This is the only thing he responds to. 
Because I'm like this. <laughs> oh. That, that's some hardcore commitment if you do six fucking teats. With nine, 12 teats? 12 teats. 12 teats. 12 and pacifier teats glued to your body for an hour or more. 12 teats in a fountain. <laughs> Each one suckling happiness. Did um, I tell you about the uh, the relative that, that asked me about kids over, over Christmas? Oh, you I forgot. You must get that a lot. Yeah. How'd that go? Uh, so I walk into my dad's family's Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve uh, event. Walk in. And two of my uh, cousins' children, so uh, two two older cousins. Two, I, I say older cousins; they're uh, both of them well younger than me, yeah. but both of them quite younger than me. Uh, but they both recently had kids, uh, just a few weeks apart, and they're a, a few months old now. And so, my cousins' husbands' mother is sitting there holding one of the new babies. And I walk over to her. She's like the third person I speak to when I walk in. Mm-hmm. I see this woman, you know, once every three years at most. And you are sucking or not sucking a pacifier? Uh, oh, I'm sucking a pacifier. <laughs> sure. It's yeah. Christmas Eve, Matt. <laughs> Tradition. And so I walk over there and I say, oh, this, this is one of the new, which, which new baby is this? This is, this is great. You know, getting, getting to see the new baby. Where'd you find that baby? That's yeah. a nice, that's a nice looking baby. Where'd this one crawl out of? <laughs> and she says. Who let, who let this little fart slip? Who, sh- who shat this out recently? <laughs> and she tells me whose baby it was, which I've forgotten now. And, uh, <laughs> Not important. Nope. Wait, uh, the point is, I was being sincere. Right, sure. I was being, I was being a nice <laughs> a nice member of the family. <laughs> the point is, I'm a good person. Sure. The baby belonged to someone. Let's yeah. just assume. Yeah, yeah. Someone who was even there. <laughs> and she looks over and says, uh, Now, when are you and that wife having kids? I don't know that she knows SJ's name. Uh, that wife. That, that, wife. I, 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 I that believe, wife, though. Yeah, uh, that wife, though. You consider changing your name to that wife, right? <laughs> so she goes, what are you and SJ having Is kids? Oh, no, no, she, sir, excuse me. Ladies she said, and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. That wife. That, that wife, though. No. That wife, fertile. <laughs> she says, uh, have you had kids? Have you, have you had kids yet? How the eggs on that wife? Yeah. <laughs> And I say, no, 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 we, we haven't had kids. And uh, she says, oh. Uh, oh. Well, what's, what's, the, what's the plan there? Uh, Christmas. <laughs> My jewels. <laughs> says, what's, what's the plan there? What's the plan there? I say, oh, no, no plans, no plans for kids. So, uh, so far, we're accomplishing the plan exactly as it. Everything's yep. been going great. To the T. Plan yep. is awesome. <laughs> We've dotted I's, crossed T's. Plan in check. Lots yep. of fun. And I'll say, uh, you notice no kids around. Plan, plan check. <laughs> check. Uh, so I, I say, uh, nope, no plans. Uh, we'll figure in a, in a few years, you know, maybe we'll think about it then. But, uh, but no, no plans. She goes, well, wait, how, how old are you? I say, 35. She says, how old is, how old is she? I say, 30. <laughs> she says an age. I say, I, I say an age. No, SJ isn't even standing there for this. Okay. I, I say an age. And uh, she goes, oh, well, her clock is ticking. <laughs> I mean, yours is too, but her clock is ticking. No, actually, no. <laughs> People have fathered children at like 90. Yeah. So no, actually. My clock is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I just laughed. I just... Uh, her clock is ticking. Oh, thanks. You're the first person to figure that out. <laughs> Really? We were planning on having kids at 50, but I didn't 
Tell me, tell me more. Do you have any literature or articles you could forward me on the topic? Tell me more, cousin's mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is the let's see, the, this is the mother of. Uh, so this this is the great grandmother of the of the child uh, that she's holding. This, okay. this is the child's great grandmother, okay. who is uh, yeah. So she is she's my cousin's husband's mother. Yeah. And, uh, so they're quick, I always like they're a quick to it. I always like you don't a, get you don't get to have a great grandmother unless your whole line is <laughs> you don't get the on whole, the yeah. fucking ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Somebody yeah. was in their teens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, several somebodies probably. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, or she just gave birth to that child. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> I mean, it was a brand new baby. So that's, I, that's where I'm a big fan of like direct awkward silence. Yeah. Like I find you say that, and I like to if I, I don't break eye contact, I just don't respond. Yeah. I just look at you. I just, and just wait for I you just to realize laugh. that like, you have no business talking to me about this. I, I just laughed directly at her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, a moment like that is when I bust out my box of matches and throw one on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Toss. <laughs> just a lit match. Just a lit match. Just throw it on the floor. <laughs> sure. I'm not, I'm never I'm never judging an aspect of your life in my living room. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah. It's not a good idea. But I'll tell you, only if you have not tile. a lot of people do it twice. <laughs> you guys have any kids yet? You should be like, why is that one for sale? <laughs> the one you're holding up for? How grass? much for the women? <laughs> the girls? The, that wife? <laughs> that wife? <laughs> that wife? Are you gonna buy any kids? That wife is there. Who's that? It's that wife. That wife, though. Do you have a new dog? Uh, we have a we have an extra dog. Okay. Yeah. That is uh, that is Phil's dog, actually. Okay. Yeah, that's Lucy. Is it weird that it took me this long to notice that there's a different dog besides Ninja <laughs> yes! in the room? Did you not notice there was another dog? Uh, no. Yeah, I did. I just I'm just doing this as a bit. <laughs> just a very odd bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just figured. I just figured I'd make a really hilarious joke of just noticing a new dog on Esther's yep. lap. Um. It makes me sad because my old dog was named Lucy. And this dog, oh. this dog has been in the room before, before SJ came in. Yeah, the dog yeah, was in the room. I know. That's so why I'm doing this awesome bet. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> She's a sweet, sweet dog. She's a little. I think you're just projecting confirmation bias. No, nope. your old dog, sweet dog. She's my, actually a really. My sweet old dog, dog was really sweet too, but this one was super sweet. And this guy's, this guy's a case. Are the memories too fresh? Should we throw him out of the room? Uh, Do you want him gone? This. You want Lucy out of here? Do you want no. us to kill Phil's dog? No, 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 no. I will kill Phil's dog right now if, if she's whatever, upsetting you. Whatever keeps you happy. We need podcasts. Yeah. Lucy Lucy was a tough one. Ninja. <laughs> Ninja heard us talking about another dog and got jealous. Uh-huh. That's right. Um, our next scoop mail. We promised we could get through more than That's one right. email. We need to get at least through two emails. We've gotten through one. <laughs> uh, we have, oh, this. I think this one's for Matt. A scoop of root canal. No! Oh, no. (laughs) Subject. I was catfished, kinda, too, uh, but I got even. You have got to read this. What? That's the subject. I've never gotten a... Oh, that's a nice little headline. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hey, you fine fuckers. I have a response to... I have a response story to the scoop mail on episode 300, Catfish uh, Tacuardos. Tacuardos. I was working the door at a bar one year, 2006, and there was a cute girl that hit on me a couple of times and even used me to scare off unwanted suitors. Ooh. Was he bartending? Oh, door guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, door guy. Bouncer. Been that guy. Yeah. Uh, One night as she was leaving, she gave me her number and address and asked me to come by after I closed the bar. Odd. 
Uh, my boss at the time, a very understanding woman, let me off early because I was going to get off. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, Jacob, I think you're misreading the subtext. Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> on that one. Uh, she let me off early and I headed over to the girl's place. Uh, she let me in, gave me a beer, and we sat on the couch, uh, finished watching some dumb movie she had started before I got there. And then went up to her bedroom, and after some kissing, I decided to go to Cunnilingusville. Hello. Uh, Choo-choo. <laughs> Get that train. This, of course, take was it, years. Take, it, take, it, take, it, take it, the take it, last train to Cunnyville, and I'll meet you at the station. You can get there next to Pube Town. You don't need no reservation. No, no, no. This, of course, was years la, before la, Paul la, invented la. the typewriter technique. That's right. That's Sideways, right. like a typewriter. Ben but I did all right, and she had a good time. Ben Franklin of oral sex. <laughs> well, Ben Franklin didn't do typewriter. He did printing press. <laughs> he did bifocals. <laughs> he did printing press. He did the bifocal. He like dragged the every letter of the alphabet across that I'm shit. going to do you like bold-faced typeset. <laughs> Smush my shit right into yours for about ten minutes as the ink dries. I am I am fairly sure that Ben Franklin, Franklin did not do printing press. Uh, Here comes the uh, printing press. Uh, oh, Ben Franklin invented the printing press. Is that what you want to? Um, that move I invented that fucking move. The printing press. Ben no, he didn't invent everything. the printing press. No, no. Did he? Did he invent a printing press? He may have invented. He may have had a hand in movable type. Who did movable type? He, he worked at a printing house. There you go. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. No, he didn't invent. Who did? He invented something that involved printing. Sure. Uh, that's that's. I'm, I'm drawing a line in the sand on this one. All right. His Good. middle something name was Xerox. Involving printing. His middle name was Xerox. Ben Xerox right. Franklin. Yeah. Go on with the thing. I'll look up stuff too. Uh. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh. Anyway. Um. But when she finished, she pulled away from me and got under the covers and literally went to sleep. <laughs> I was there, fully clothed, dick hard, and mouth agape at what I was seeing. I stammered for a minute, but it was clear she was asleep. What could I do? I just got up and left. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. You got duded. <laughs> she outduded you. She duded you. She totally duded you. There, there, the amount of men that have this story, very few. The amount of women that have this story, <laughs> millions. Significant. Millions. So you got duded, my friend. Fast forward now about three months, and I was starting a physics course. I was working nights at the bar and taking day classes at, a, at the local university to get the requirements to get into dental school. I was Physics for dental school? Sure. Interesting. Um, Space teeth! <laughs> <laughs> I was standing in the hall outside the physics lab on the first day of the course waiting for the, for the professor to show up when a girl in a ball cap came up to me and said hello. Uh -oh. I said hi and just went back to daydreaming. She tapped me again and asked how I was. I said, fine, how are you? She said, don't you recognize me? And I just gave her a quizzical look. She took off her hat, cocked her head, and gave that embarrassed smile that people do with a shrug. My eyes went wide and I said, oh, you! Ha <laughs> ha Maybe oh, I was thinking of the Franklin stove. All right, oh, go on. that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am not sure she liked that much, and she said, "Yeah, me." Just then, the the professor showed up and led us into the room. We went in and sat apart from each other. And when the lab session rolled around the following week, she had transferred to a different session. I think I got the last laugh there. Fucking you in the face. Uh, only after a thorough a thorough oral exam, a scoop of root canal. That's where you didn't get outdoed. Because if it was a true dude, they would have tried to seduce you for oral sex again. Yeah, I thought that's where that was going. <laughs> and you would have been like, am I falling for the same trap? Yes. <laughs> sure um, am. 
you also, which you, you just have to put this out there. I, I, I'm, I'm uh, 99% that this story is uh, totally on the up and up. There's a 1% chance that you have a disgusting penis. <laughs> and that she could smell it. But no. From a, <laughs> she, she could sense your horrible pickle dick. Fucking, fucking crotch rotted, untrimmed, oh. unkempt. You gotta wash that shit. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, it looks like a chicken that went through a car wash. <laughs> Franklin Printing Press. He did he, the did he invent the type press. of printing press? Okay, he did. He okay. invented the type of printing nice. press. Nice. He did not invent the printing press. No, but he innovated. He's an innovator. He's okay. an innovator. What did he change with it? Oh, I'm getting to it. Okay, then. While you're getting to it, I'm going to read this scoop mail from Laura, the cancer lady. Oh, good. Yes. Hey, guys, I just wanted to provide an update on me, Flat Kidney's original owner. Yes. I got to say, I ran into Laura at a, 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 a little uh, coffee shop. Yeah. And uh, it was like seeing a celebrity. <laughs> like ah. I, I really was I, like stopped in my tracks. I was That's so excited. Awesome. Yeah. I was like, it's the... <laughs> but she's famous for losing a kidney. Right. I was like, there's a person with like a kidney. I, was like, I know you. <laughs> she only has one kidney. I was really excited. That's cool. I felt like I was interrupting her friends. It was really weird. <laughs> I felt like a real celebrity uh, stalker. Uh, let's see. As you guys and some scoops already know, the doctors found out when flat kidney was removed that the little fucker had already sent his buddies out and about before they could do surgery. Oh, that's so scary. Uh, basically, after my diagnosis and before my surgery, they realized it was much worse than they initially thought, and I was stage four because it had already metastasized. But thankfully for modern science, until Trump outlaws it, I just enrolled in a clinical trial. Good for you. Uh, I just found out that the medication is working so well that overall my cancer has shrunk by 80%. Oh, cool. holy Fantastic. shit. Well, I, we, I didn't know this, right? We didn't know how bad this was, right? No. That's I think she scary and I, talk. Uh, she, she and I had a conversation about this uh, a while back. Um, oh, all I did was talk about myself when I talked to her. <laughs> Shoot. Actually, I asked her about how she's doing. It's weird because all I was talking about was you. <laughs> okay. Well, good. I'm, that makes me happy. Yeah. Um... That's crazy. Also, she said she said it was a uh, like a what did she say? It was a clinical trial. Yeah, she she enrolled in a clinical trial. That's nuts because oh, that's always that that gives me the the, the shivers, right? Because that means like y- years previously it would have been a bad deal. Also, right. if the clinical trial wasn't successful. It would have been a bad deal. Right, right. It's I just can't believe that she was in that that place. That's yeah. so scary. That's so crazy. Uh, it's some pretty crazy awesome results. Many of the tumors that were there in September are just gone, and the ones that are left are significantly smaller. So, flat kidney hasn't gotten the best of me yet. Uh, thanks to all of you and all the scoops for the support. I can't put into words how much I appreciate everyone being a hero, even if they didn't mean to be. And thanks for the laughs, even though I thought I might burst my stitches at one point. Scoops are some fine, some damn fine people, except for that flat kidney guy. Fucking you in the face, Laura, the cancer lady. Oh, thank you, Laura. Great to hear from you. We always want updates, and uh, we are rooting for you. We love it. Uh, now, Laura, what do you think about Ben Franklin's printing press? Yeah, clear it up for us. Clear yeah. it up for us. Um, and uh, and the typewriter or printing press style? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, printing press style. Printing press style. Mm. Ka-ching. Ka-ching. <laughs> Keep twisting the knob. Keep turning the valve. <laughs> I get tighter. Uh, and if anyone else gets a crazy cancer, uh, we we only have one cancer person per podcast, so <laughs> oh, you gotta go with Geek Shock, or you gotta look for you know. Uh, uh. <laughs> we only we can only have one. 
cancer-ridden mascot. That's the rules. PSS doesn't have a cancer mascot, but yeah, they do, yeah. But you do have that uh, that diabetes lady. <laughs> we do. We got the diabetes lady. We piss off all the time. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's. Uh, so if you're listening to this, how about a new round of flat kidney photos? Yeah. Uh, let's celebrate Laura, Laura's health. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate. Uh, let's do a congratulations, Laura, with a new round of flat kidney photos. Let's That'd get it good. going up on the uh, on the Twitter. And uh, and Facebook.com slash Hey Scoops and Scoop Group and all that stuff. Uh, we got one here from Everybody Scoops. Everybody Scoops. Sometimes. Right. Hey, you sexy masters of eardrum seduction. <laughs> Whoa. I, <laughs> I like can't that. recall for the life of me if you guys have ever talked about fight sports other than brief discussion of the fate of traditional boxing. What are your general thoughts on fight sports like traditional martial arts competitions, MMA slash UFC, fencing, HEMA, which is historical European martial arts, and the like? Are you fans? Are you indifferent? I need to know this shit so I can picture Jacob dropping his birthday robe to kick ass in the most appropriate manner possible. Fickety fucking you in the face with a hit you never saw coming. Everybody scoops. P.S. Salt pork! Salt pork! I need hail. So I haven't... Uh, I haven't talked about HEMA on this podcast. I, f- I just I, I, I feel like I never shut up about HEMA. <laughs> is it not? I feel like we've talked about HEMA, but maybe it's just all the conversations we have about HEMA just between the two of us. I initially thought this was a HEMA podcast. Is this not? Uh, no. Uh, no, no, no. This is not. A, I mean, we talk a lot about HEMA, but it's not. It's not officially a HEMA podcast. I talk about it like so glowingly, and I feel like it piles up. But it's like a hemoglobin oh, of boy. conversation. Oh boy. To, <laughs> That's how much I know about it, is that I'm left with just making terrible puns. Because uh, I know nothing about Hema. Paul, what do you think about Hema? It's an old Cindy Lauper song, right? Sure. Hema, she, ma, da, re, ba. I, ma, you, ma, the, ne, ma. Hema, she, ma, malu, ma. Um, I, I like MMA in UFC. I think, yeah. I think I take like a Vegas pride in it. Yeah. Uh, as well. A UFC pride? Uh, UFC pride, totally. Uh, I, I go into UFC gym, for Christ's sakes. Yes, you do. Did you watch, Paul, I bet not, but Jacob, did you watch the Ronda Rousey of fight? Of course I yep. saw it. You did watch the Ronda Rousey I didn't fight. watch it. I saw it on replay. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were on well, stage yeah. during the fight. Dude, you, you watched curi- the 46 mor- seconds, Morbid though. curiosity. I can't. You can't not watch a 40-second fight. But that's the thing. Is I watched the build-up going into it, right? Yeah. Oh, you saw the whole, like... Dun, 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 it was happening dun, while you were on stage. Dun, 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 Someone else was doing it Facebook Live, and I was watching it. Uh, I was watching it while go. doing my job at Fifty Shades. <laughs> um, there's a thing where, like, okay, the intimidation game, right? Which is what she plays. Yeah, yeah. And so she does this thing before she hits the ring where she like squats and pounds up yeah. and pounds her biceps and shouts. Right. That's the first moment where I was like, uh oh. This is bad. Yeah. Because one thing when you are just so fired up that you can't help it, maybe you pat your biceps a little bit, maybe but you let you out could, a few grunts, maybe you're just you like boiling over. You can tell it was choreographed. Yeah. Like, I thought about it, and all I saw behind that was fear. Yeah. I just was like, this is not going to go well. And then I want to say, like, just 10 seconds in, I was like, uh-oh. She got caught. She it, got caught quick. It looked like, I mean, there's one where, like, a punch was just coming over the top, and she didn't have her hands up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a punch was just coming in. Ronda Rousey looked like they'd gone across the street to a bar and found someone who was just brave enough to like sing karaoke or something. We're like, hey, you want to make some money? Go fight this lady. Yeah. She looked like she was not prepared to fight at all. Wait, there are two interesting things that I've read since the fight. Yeah. Uh, The first I read on Tuesday that uh, Freddie Roach bet against Ronda Rousey going into the fight. Her her trainer. Uh, Not her her trainer. Oh, oh. 
He's but, a but he is a, a renowned boxing trainer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Trains many Pacquiao. Tra- trains, I mean, great boxers. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he he bet against her going into the fight because Nunez, her her opponent, is a world class boxer. She is. She's a fantastic boxer. Fierce fighter. Yeah. Uh, and Ronda Rousey, for people who don't know, not a world class boxer, but a world class jujitsu mm-hmm. uh, person. Jujitsuin. Yeah. Jujitsuin. Yeah. I think that's it. Jujitsuin. Yeah. I think it's Captain Jujitsuin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now then, senior, senior watching, captain jujitsu. Watching an interview though after the fight with Nunez. So, so Nunez just went in there, threw hands, punched Ronda Rousey in the face many times, Oof. and the referee finally just jumped in the middle when Ronda Rousey appeared to be knocked out on her feet. Yeah, yes. she was she was still she was still upright, but appeared to be unconscious. And the referee made a, a very good stoppage yeah. and, and just and just you know TKO and fights over. Yeah. Uh Nunez had an interview afterwards where they asked her, you know, we watched you after the ref stopped the fight. You went over to Rhonda's corner and, you know, put your finger up to your lips and gave a shh symbol to uh, to one person in Rhonda's corner. Yeah. What was that? She said, oh, that's that's her uh, her boxing her boxing teacher because he has incorrectly filled her mind with the idea that she is now a boxer. Oh. And, and Nunez sat there and talked for a good two minutes about how this guy had done Ronda Rousey a disservice and how he was you know, a really bad thing for her career and has probably ended her career by making her think that she's a stand-up fighter and not Absolutely a ground game specialist. Yeah, yeah, I, I, believe that, I believe that she's probably right. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean... That Ro- woman is never going to fight another I can't imagine. fight. I can't imagine. Because, uh, I mean, Ronda Rousey is one of the best ground game fighters ever right not not even just female fighter she's one of the best ground game fighters ever she gets somebody down she gets them into these precarious positions and then submits them mm-hmm. that's what she does and her standing there against the world-class boxer with virtually no feet movement and no head movement and that was the big thing that the boxers yeah, kept talking about was like you're not moving your head you're not you don't have your hands upright you don't have the foot movement down you know None of those things are there, and you're fighting one of the best. That's the, yeah, and you're, and you're trying to fight her at, at her game. That's the thing. It looked so weird. It just looked like someone was totally not ready to walk right in a ring. Like but, it was, but it looked the same. It, it looked not the same, but very similar to the Holly Holm fight. Yeah, when she when she lost the fight against Holly Holm, who's another world cla- world class boxer yeah. who took the title off of Ronda. Yeah, I mean, it looked it looked very similar. Ronda went in and said, "I can stand up with her." Yeah. I got this. Oh, you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, dumb. Like, like, why? What are you doing? I don't know. Play to your strengths. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like with all these MMA Hall of Famers, guys like Randy Couture. Like you would watch Randy Couture in his later in his later fights uh, go in. And one of my favorite fights with Randy Couture ever. Randy Couture, Greco Roman wrestler. Yes, that's his. That is his style. Yeah, he might throw five punches in a fight, and that's it. Yeah, he, and he's only throwing a punch to open you up so he can grab you and put you on the mat. That's right. the only reason he's going to throw a punch at all. He it is a means to get you onto the ground. He fought this guy named Tim Silva. Tim Silva was, I mean, it still is presumably. Uh, he's ten years younger than Randy Couture. <laughs> so he still is ten years younger. Yep, the math did not change. Nope, <laughs> ten years younger that than Randy Couture. And uh, much bigger, yeah, and some and something like an eight inch reach advantage, a mm. ridiculous reach advantage. Eight inches, yeah. Tim Silva was uh, uh, that's like four of your dicks, Paul. That, easily, <laughs> easily. This man was enormous, and uh, and he was a puncher. He was that's crazy. he was a striker. Eight inches. 
They that had a would five, scare a lady. They had a five round fight. <laughs> so I've been told. <laughs> so I've been assured. <laughs> it's too scary. It's scary. <laughs> it would be scary. Too I'm scary. Scared. It'd be too much. Too much. Who wants all of that? Come on. Oh. <laughs> but Randy Couture did what you're supposed to do, which is he knew what his strength was. Yeah. He went in there, he grabbed he grabbed the other guy. Eight and just, inches? And just laid on top of him for five rounds. Yeah. Just kept Took him on the ground. Took all eight inches on the ground. Yep. Put eight <laughs> inches down to the ground. Can you think of anything manlier than that? Nope. Oh, I cannot. Uh, he just took that eight inches. I've been, at a, I've been lucky enough to be at a few events with Randy. He did, He did. of course, did Terror Lounge with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, listening to Randy Couture talk about strategy for fights is fascinating. He was I a bet. big strategist. And, and it showed. And he remembers all of his fights to a T. Yeah, it's really sure. great. You bring up oh, any neat. fight, he remembers everything. And he had a lot of fights, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He had something like seventy professional yeah. fights. I did an event with him where I had to come up with trivia about him uh, to for people to win a contest. Yeah. I was emceeing an event, and uh, he knew all the answers to every question I was asking, oh, and it was adding like bonus facts and bonus things to what we were talking about. It was that's, great. That's surprising to me, actually. I know it was so cool. I yeah, loved it. That's I really it. cool. He took. He's a lot of pride in his career. It was yeah. great. Um, yeah, uh, the general question, lo- I, I like a good boxing match, I love a good mar- mixed martial arts, uh, it's all voluntary violence, right, they, they yeah. enter they the situation, so I don't, I don't have it, it to me is not as, um, football is a little more of a gray area, which is why it's more depressing to hear about their head injury stuff, although I do hate when people are clearly just coming back and putting their lives in danger for money, that's yeah. always hard. I still prefer my wrestling, Yeah, give me my wrestling. Give me theatrical wrestling. Yep. But what about when you want to watch sports? Mm. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Well, thankfully, I don't. Well, I don't suffer from that. Your Although, Steelers, you got to be into your Steelers right I now. Was, well, fuck, man. We were, you couldn't watch it again. Okay. We were so bummed. We Paul. couldn't see. I tried to look online to find some shit. There was nothing. They got you, that shit what about the down. NFL channel? I'm not paying for that shit. Most cable. Most, oh, you don't have cable? No. no. Okay. Do you want to go somewhere? No, man. We were tired. Okay. I was tired. My official pick, my official Super Bowl pick, Steelers Giants. Steelers are going to win it. Steelers Uh, Giants are my pick. I really uh, have a feeling Steelers are going to win it. I I, I guess I should say my Uh, pick is uh, Steelers uh, and the winner of the Giants Packer game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I think the winner of the Giants Packer game is is, goes, but I but I'm picking the Giants. I wanted to put money on the Steelers when they were seven and five, and no one was talking about them because I thought they put it all together. They're definitely the they definitely don't won't give a shit about going to New England. The Steelers won't. No. Um, they are still a little trick or treaty. Yeah, a little bit. They put it together, some as they don't. Um, uh, the Giants getting a lot of credit going into this opening playoff game. They are. The, you don't of, like that? No. You want well, them to a, go in as the dog? What yes. A great move by Tomlinson, keeping everybody out last week. Yeah, keep them all healthy. That I don't think. I don't bold. think. You could, well, I don't think you could change their playoff trajectory, right? No. Yeah, they the had it were locked set. in. Yeah, so it was, so yeah. It made a really. Smart I love that the Giants didn't do that. Uh, just because it's division rival and you wanted to win a oh, division game. My buddy was so fit. All right, we, we know him. Our friend yeah. of the show, Scott McGee. Yeah. Slutty Red Truck. Slutty Red Truck. Uh, the two of us were the last two in a Survivor Pick'em League. Uh-huh. And uh, I picked the Colts, uh-huh. who had a comeback victory. Yeah. And he picked the Redskins ah. because he assumed that the Giants would sit there, guys. Their starters. And he, he texted me towards the end of the game. He was like, it is the fourth quarter, and the Giants just still have all of their starters in. Fuck them. Yeah. I It was great to watch. The Giants, here's why I'm happy as a Giants fan. One, is a division foe. If you have a chance to knock a division foe out of yep. the playoffs, I feel like that's gamesmanship. Always good. Should yeah. do it. I think, that, I think that's what you've got to do. Yep. Uh, and, and I mean, old rival. 
old, old rivalry, rivalry between Washington and New York. Two, the Giants aren't good enough. The yeah. Giants aren't good enough heading into the playoffs that they need to just be worried about rest. They need Th- that There's play not time. a proven formula for resting. When, you're, when your team is a machine, absolutely rest your, rest your players. If you're still trying to figure shit out, taking a game off is a bad idea. Yeah. And the Giants still have a lot of shit to figure out on offense. Uh, and they're not great. Uh, yeah. Even a Packers fan was like, oh, the Giants coming to Lambeau. They don't have good luck there. I was like, that's all everyone's talking about. It's how much the Giants have won in Lambeau. Yeah. The years they won the Super Bowl. I hate that that's all everyone's talking about. And basically... I'll tell you this. If the Packers can score more than 10 points, they'll probably win. Oh, yeah? Well, the Giants, all their all their wins have been holding teams to 10 points. That's true. And it wasn't... The, it was really 13 to 10. That last thing was just a yeah. was kind of a, a weird touchdown thing that happened. But uh, the Giants still don't know how to score a lot of points. The bad I'm thing for the Giants is they don't, have that, they don't have that war horse of a running back. No. Um, and also, the Giants... This is what people aren't realizing when they talk about how tar- terrible they are. The Giants don't have a fullback or a blocking tight end on their roster. Right. Haven't all year. And then their left tackle... They got Larry Donnell. Yeah. And then left tackle is, and Will Ty, but neither one of them are actually blockers. Yeah. Uh, and then their uh, their left tackle is sometimes gets caught with really shitty footwork, and they don't often support the blind side with a running back to back him up. It's really weird. Yeah. So there's, there's holes. The Giants are very beatable. And Giants so, are beatable. Yeah. But when the Giants put it together, they really put it together. Here's the team that no one's talking about. Yeah. That has an incredible record and why I think they're going to they're going to do some damage. Okay. Falcons. Falcons are good. No one the Falcons have thrown up over 30 points in the last two first halves. Mhm. The insane offensive numbers. Defense not fantastic, but at this defense point... Defense bad. Defense bad. They got a bad defense. I think that's why people aren't talking about them. No one's talking about them doing well. Yeah. And that's what get me scared. If they're... If they're if they're, I wish they were talking about the Giants if they are talking about the Falcons. Yeah. And I feel like the Giants would go to the Super Bowl. But the, I think the team is going to come out of nowhere is going to be the Falcons because no one's talking about them. Cowboys, it's going to be boring. That's why no one wants to talk about it. But the Cowboys look like they're very poised to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. I would say I would my ticket. If you had to put a gun to my head, please don't. Uh, I'll put this gun away. Uh, thank you. Would be Steelers Cowboys. Okay. I, I mean that, that's Cowboys are not a tough pick. Yeah. That yeah. No. If the if it's Cowboys Patriots, no one's going to be surprised. No one's going to be surprised. Also, uh, exciting. Rookie sure. quarterback, rookie quarterback, rookie running back. Yeah. Exciting. Oh, my God. I can't believe we snuck all this jock talk into scoop mail. Oh. This isn't jock talk. We're answering a scoop mail. We're answering a scoop mail, guys. All we're doing. You asked. We answered. We're Why are you complaining? Why are you complaining? That's all we're doing here. Paul just did all of his taxes for 2016. <laughs> Which is real easy. <laughs> Paul's been on his phone for quite some time. Yeah. All right. We got a double jock versus nerd, too, right? Oh, we have a long Jack versus Nerd. Never mind. Then. We got a big one. Oh, we do. Okay. Yeah. I got to pee then. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. Babu. Babu. Explosion. Explosion! Ah! Boom. Explosion. Sorry it took me so long to pee. Too much scampy. <laughs> From Rock a Scoop Explosion. Gentlemen, get ready to churn a lot of trouble on the churnomatic bubble. I thought it might be a good idea to have Matt and Paul play semi together instead of directly against each other. So 
I present the Newlywed Game Ice Cream Social Edition. What? The rules are simple. I bet not so simple that Paul won't have questions. We're going to need pen and paper. We might. I have pen and paper, so we have that covered. Uh, The rules are simple. Matt and Paul will each be given three questions and alternate turns. Once Jacob reads the question, the person being asked the question will turn his head while the other gives Jacob a thumbs up or thumbs down to indicate if they believe their partner can successfully answer the question. Once that is done, the person will attempt to answer the question. There is a 30-second time limit on every question. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Rocket Scoop Explosion, there's going to be less than a 30-second time limit on every on every question. <laughs> uh, sample question. Uh, I'll ask this of Matt. So, Matt, you're going to close your eyes, and then Paul will indicate whether or not you can get it uh, or not. My eyes are always closed. Yep. Uh, name 15 of Paul's characters from ICS. Paul, will he be able to answer this or not? Okay. So, Paul, Paul has given me his... Uh, and then Matt, you would then try to name 15 of Paul's characters. Okay. Am I doing that? Or is just the sample? Nope. That was just the sample. Okay. Uh, by the way, Paul thought that you could do it. Okay. So okay. there you go. I mean, should, just for the listener's sake, should I try? Sure. Go for it. Okay. Um, ah, good time. start. <laughs> time. No, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Corey the camel. Sure. Do, does that have to be made up characters or any characters? I think characters any characters. We had, yeah. Paul Lind, vampire Bill Cosby. Let's see. Uh, Datebot, Rod Stewart's bread surrogate, uh, Mothra's agent, Mothra, Anne. Anne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Uh, creepy Best Buy guy. Okay. Uh, uh, two dope policemen. <laughs> let's see. Where am I? 10? You're at 10. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, more. Let's see. I'm going to say that's all I can come up with. Okay. So Paul would have lost the point on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Note, unlike other previous Start vs. Nerd competitions, these an- these questions are geared towards the person's area of expertise. Uh, no points are awarded for successfully answering. A point is awarded only to the person who gave the thumbs up or thumbs down, and only if they were correct. Got if it. they were not correct, Jacob gets the point. Okay. Oh, All right. Psychic clay. Uh, let's see, see just how informed you, you think you your co-host there. is I know, I under pressure. There. Under pressure, I would have done Informative that. lemmy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, question one for Matt. Name 10 movies that are about sports directly or feature sports prominently in the plot. So, Matt, close your eyes. Paul? Close your eyes. Yes or no? Don't say I'm it. I'm sorry. What is it again? 10 sports movies. Can Matt name 10 sports movies? Don't answer it out loud. I know. I know. I'm <laughs> putting it through my head here. Okay. We have Paul's response. Okay. Matt, what you got? You want me to name 10 sports movies? You're going to name 10 sports movies. Okay. Uh, White Man Can't Jump. Okay. The Longest Yard. Good. Uh, um, uh, blue chip. Okay. Uh, uh, Jerry Maguire. Does that count? Uh, yeah, I'll count that. Jerry Maguire. Uh, uh, Moneyball. Good. Where am I so far? Five. Uh, The Natural. Good. Uh, Field of Dreams. Yep. Uh, I know I can do this. Come uh, on. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I can't, I'm getting caught up on that Kelly Ireland bad football movie. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't name, I can't name. I gotta get that out of the way. Uh, let's see. Um, why am I blanking on this? Oh, wait. 30 second time limit, right? Yep. Okay. Bull Durham. Good. Two uh, more. Uh, let's see. D- draft Day. Fine. Uh, oh, what was the... Uh, uh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. There's There's your 10. So Paul gets a point because Paul thought you could do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, question for Paul. You didn't even say Hoosiers or Rudy. 
Uh, or like, or Pistol, or I mean, there's a lot, Tin of, cup. A lot of good movies. There's a say. bunch of sports movies. Uh, you didn't say Field Caddyshack. of Dreams. That's a good one. Caddyshack, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, question for Paul. Okay. Recite the litany against the fear from Dune. Paul, close your eyes. Matt, can you do it? The what? The litany against fear from Dune. The movie Dune. It's the litany against fear. Matt, can Paul do it? Okay. Paul, recite the litany against fear from the movie Dune. I don't know it. And Matt gets a point. Yeah! It's possible that Paul gave out a little bit of a tell there. You think? (laughs) The what now? (laughs) Oh, what? I was like, what the fuck is this? But that's two points, right? We've been both correct so far? No, no, because you don't get any points for being able to name all the movies. Okay. You don't get any points for, for correctly answering the questions. Got it. Okay. Uh, question for Matt. Name any five professional athletes to include wrestling who earned a spot in their respectful Hall of Fame uh, but were barred from entry or later bounced out due to a moral or ethical infraction in or out of the scope of their sport. Okay. Uh, Paul, can he do this? Okay, Matt, let's hear him. I have to name five wrestlers? No, these are five professional athletes, and he's including wrestlers in professional athletes here. Okay. Uh, that were put into their respective Hall of Fames, but then were bounced out. Oh, um, I don't, I can't, I don't know. I can't either. I can't either. Uh, Paul gets a point because Paul didn't think you could do it. Yeah. I didn't think I knew I couldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, question for Paul. Uh, name any 10 sports, mo- or sorry, name any 10 movies that are not part of a franchise and have no sequels that feature extraterrestrials prominently or as main characters. <laughs> so these are not part of a franchise. They have no sequels at all, but they do feature extraterrestrials either they prominently. They do. So they, they are extraterrestrial movies that are not part of a franchise and have no sequels. Paul, close your eyes. Matt, can he do it? Okay. Let's hear it, Paul. E.T. Okay. Mac and me. Okay. Paul. Good. The movie Paul. Batteries not included. Okay. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Sure. I was waiting for that one. Um, it's the only one I could think of. Right. Ten seconds. Yeah, more alien movies. Um, Attack the Block. Okay. And I'm afraid that's yeah. time. Sorry. Uh, Matt gets the point. Six. Matt had no faith in you there, Paul. I got six. Question for Matt. Name any ten professional sports teams that are not from Canada or the United States. Matt, close your eyes. Paul, can he do it? Okay. Matt, go. Not from Canada or the United States? Not from Canada or the U.S. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, the uh, Adelaide Crows. Sure. Uh, Manchester United. For anyone who has not listened to the show before, the fact that you came up with Adelaide Crows first. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be a giant surprise. Mm-hmm. Manchester United. Yep. Manchester City. Sure. Uh <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the German Olympic team. Yeah. <laughs> Great. The uh, Jamaican Olympic team. Good. The <laughs> Cuban... <laughs> the Cuban Olympic team. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about them. <laughs> the French Olympic team. Wait, oh, it, good one. Did it say professional sports team? <laughs> it did. Oh, okay. shoot. I got to like that. <laughs> uh, then I'm out of guesses. Ed Paul gets a point because Paul <laughs> yeah. had no faith. <laughs> Why? Who the fuck? <laughs> you got to be a soccer fan to, to be able to get those. I know. I know. I could just. Yeah, list, just I wish I could just listed the Premier League, but I, I, yeah. I, I, right. I ran out. Uh, Arsenal. Let's see. Arsenal. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
Paul. <laughs> Fly Emirates. Yep, good. Name any ten planets in the Star Trek universe by proper name. None of that, that one in Deep Space Nine that phased in and out of our dimension that Dax fell in love with some dude from bullshit. <laughs> Matt, can you do it? Okay. Paul, go. Any ten Trek planets. Ten Trek planets. Vulcan. Good. Earth. Kronos. Bajor. Risa. Oh. I'm sorry, I believe that's pronounced Risa. And Risa. Let's see. Andor. Ten seconds. For, uh, Ferengi. Fuck. What is the Ferengi homeworld called? Ferengnar, I believe. Uh, I'll accept it. Uh, uh, fuck. I'm going to be real close on this, but I can't. Out of time. time. Can't in time. You literally could have just started saying syllables. <laughs> and we wouldn't have known. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just no, said syllables. No. Uh, yeah, because he didn't include answers here. Yeah. Well, no. I'm going to get it right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paul. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, oh, you're tied. Oh. We are at the end of the game, and you are tied. You Look both went three and three for three. All right. In the event that you reach the end of the game and there is a tie for the lead, the persons who are tied will stand up, drop their pants, and begin vigorously giving each other a handy, and SJ is declared the winner. Okay. Uh, we did that. Cat's game. SJ's the winner! <laughs> Tickle party! <laughs> Thanks for all the money. Best of luck in 2017. Rock a scoop explosion. Thank you, Rock a scoop explosion. Hey, I want to thank Pendulet for creating this podcast. I want to thank all of our listeners. Hey, if you're going to participate in our obelisk scheme, that's where you try to find one and one person only uh, and turn them on to Matt and Madeline's Ice Cream Social. Uh, Please do that. Don't turn on multiple people. That's a pyramid scheme. That's a pyramid scheme. That's that's not the way we operate. Beta Z. Beta Z is another one. Oh, God. And Uh, Beta Z. Uh, Afita Zane. Um, I want to thank, thank uh, our audio mafia, our visual mafia, our social media mafia, our data mafia. And thank you, all of our listeners, our ice cream scoops, socialists, socialites, and ice cream sandwiches. Um, oh, Romulus. We'll be back uh, <laughs> next week with some episodes. And uh, at some point, we'll be giving you bonus episodes as well. That's right. Uh, for the people supporting us on patreon.com slash scoops. Bonus. We can go there and uh, for a little dollar a month, help us out. Currently, at our $10 level, uh, we uh, totally upgraded our audio bank. So not only do you get access to sound effects, ringtones, and other cool things, but now we have uh, uh, oh, 300 episodes worth of songs up there as well thanks Graham some of them are even good songs there's a, there's like two or three really good ones and uh, uh, what else uh, don't you have some people to thank there we got some thank yous here Paul what do you want to uh, do I think they year? should be uh, Star Trek planets Star Trek planets <laughs> Star Trek planets <laughs> I want to thank the Timothy Nolagay Nol- galaxy Rob Geiger the hottest planet Tom Black K-Hole Roger, Edge of the Universe. Tony uh, Banks of the Aurora Borealis. Selena Perry, the Water Planet. Uh, Tony uh, Cowlingus, Licking Moon. Sarah Boyle, the Volcano World. Travis uh, Blaney Rock. Scoop Nurse, a Land of Tears. <laughs> Scorbutic Shores of Hope. Sean Daughtery, a really big asteroid. Uh, Tristan... Novakshinov Space Garbage Sean Katz A Gas Giant Scoop T Satellite Shannon Brent A Sun Wally Valters Fuck Machine Sean Schmidt A Planet of Pretty Ladies Warren Bro A Planet with Cameras Looking at the Planet with Pretty Ladies Shia Bullock 
a planet with 20 rings. Uh, Wendy, planet only of Shia LaBeouf's. St. John John, a planet of trees that go all the way to space. Wendy, Loomis, moons over Miami. Stephen Proctor, a planet where people get their butts looked at. Sweet Whitney Oglesby, a sexy spaceship. Steve Swenson, (laughs) a planet of teeth. Uh, Moose Scoop, a planet of braces for those teeth. Stephen Eames, a planet where everything is soup. Uh, Will Breeden, a planet of oyster crackers. Steve Marinelli, a planet made of boobs. (laughs) Rebecca Gardner, a planet made of bras. (laughs) T. Patrick Smith, a planet made of beautiful bouffant hair. Uh, Rene uh, Palacios, uh, a spaceship uh, shaped like a hairdryer. Tara Ranke, a planet where all the children are adults and all the adults are children. Rich Johnson, a planet of private eyes. Ted Franowitz, a planet of robots. Uh, Rikoff Ivan, uh, a, a moon river of WD-40. Thomas Beach. That planet speaks for itself. Uh, it is a beach planet. RJ Owens, giant baby planet. Whoa, Tim McGarvey. His planet plays only country music. <laughs> and Tim Warnicky, his planet is made of grape juice. <laughs> I'd like to thank Colin Bloban, Rose Ford, Ryan, Ryan Pugh, Ryan Appledorn, uh, Sam Reed's uh, Sweet Cup and Cakes, Sarah Bjorn, Scott Muldrig, Scott Pinyard. Sean Sullivan, Sean Mountcastle, turn the page. You hear me? Turn that page. Sidney Morris, uh, Full Cream Scoop, Stephen D. Mills, Stephen Landon, Stephen Scott, Sundog, Tapio Hansen, Ted Pierce, Thomas Townley, Tim McGravy, uh, Tim Warnecke, uh, Timothy Noel, Tina Smith, Toby, uh, sorry, that's Ice Blue Scoop, Tobias Zarlas, uh, Tom K, Tony Banks. Because it's in all capital letters. Whoa. Uh, Tony Crawley, <laughs> Travis Blaney, Travis Peters. Uh, that was Scorbutic. Uh, Tristan Novoskunov, Scoop T, Tyler Minnick, The Verge, Wally Wa- Wally Valters, Warren Bug, Wendy, Wendy Bumgarner, Wendy, Wendy Loomis, White Chocolate Scoop, uh, Whitney Orglesby, Moose Scoop, and William Breeden. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Hey, if you want to be thanked on air, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash heyscoops. Um, and there's uh, different tiers where you get access to different types of thank yous. Make sure to check that out. Thank you to all of our, our 440 supporters who uh, keep this podcast in a, a, a profitable endeavor. We really appreciate it. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of big plans for 2017. We want to make the leap to doing this all the time. Yep. And um, we, and we couldn't do to. that without your support. Nope. So we appreciate it so much. You guys are the best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. We'll see you next week. We'll see you soon. I've got good news, fellas. That good news is it's time for triple threat. Whoa! I want a scoop, baby. Would like a triple threat 
about all the Russian strippers and hookers being spies for Vlad the Pooty and dedicate it to the mother of all inside jobs, Melania Trump. Here's hoping that 2017 is the new 1992. Yeah. There's a triple threat about year. Russian strippers and hookers. Russian all strippers right. and hookers. 185 r- Russian uh, hookers and strippers walk into a bar. Five of them leave with citizenship. <laughs> Uh, 185 strippers, Russian strippers walk into the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve strippers here. The strippers say, oh, we want to work behind the bar. The bartender says, um, sorry, health regulations and whatnot. You got to do something. You you can't come work behind the bar, especially with all that hair exposed. And they're like, niet. (laughs) Uh, they call me, uh, the Russian stripper because I'm just trying to work my way through medical school. I like my women like I like my Russian strippers. Yep. Next. Uh, We have a song here from Jason. Uh, Jason would like a song sung by Informative Lemmy about there being no Santa Claus dedicated to my sweet daughters. Mommy and Daddy did all of that shit for you. (laughs) Spoiler alert. See Santa and his deer? That's too bad because they don't exist, you see? They're not real enough. They're not real at all. Santa'd be too small. He never could fit down that chimney bracken brown. Santa's fake. Santa's fake. Sorry, kids. Got a lot of presents. Well, guess who bought that shit? Mom and Dad. They're the ones who spent the money. If not for them, you'd have nothing, my friend. Santa's fake. Santa's fake. Sorry, Jason's kids. Santa's fake. Santa's fake. I could, I could not, I could not muster oh. my Lenny grumble, grumble at all there, Ugh. and have a grun, grumble. That's good though. <laughs> Maybe you can get a little grumble for this next song. What is it? Because Jonathan wants a uh, song about uh, the joys of pegging. Oh God. <laughs> I'll stick my dick onto your dick You stick your dick onto mine Together we'll be stuck forever Two dicks at a time I'll stick my dick onto your dick You stick your dick onto mine We'll look like a Chinese finger trap Won't it be trust a dude do I let him stick my dick in his dick or my dick in his dick or his dick in my dick only when I trust them more than anyone else it 
stick your dick in my dick Like a weird shaped vagina on a girl Stick your dick in my dick I'll stick your dick in my dick I'll stick my dick in your dick In my dick Put my dick in your dick Put my dick in your dick Put your dick in my dick My dick in your dick Your dick in my dick Our dicks in our dicks Oh wait, pegging something else. That's docking. <laughs> pegging, I think, is uh, getting uh, a dude getting hit with a girl with a dildo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got pegging and docking confused. Uh, no, I, I, no. Uh, uh, pegging is, uh, I think, a woman fucking a guy with a strap on. That's what. Yeah. 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 Good. So there you go. Again, I'd just like to apologize to Jason's kids one, one more time. Sorry, Jason's kids, that we uh, that we did not educate you properly on what pegging is. But now you know all about docking. See ya, Scoops!